that's a number one signal right there that you are drinking wine that is bad for you. And if you are like me and you spend 90% of your time worrying about what you're consuming, right? To make sure that it meets whatever your goals are, whether they're health goals or whether they're, you know, just health, you know, health goals or fitness goals or whatever it is, you don't want to sit down on your couch at night and reward yourself with your glass of wine and basically reverse your whole day's work. Hey y'all, welcome back to the Because Adulting is Hard podcast and Ashley Elder is here today and we're doing wine. I mean, it's not even noon, Ashley. Well, you know, it's noon someplace. Oh, absolutely. Anytime we're talking wine, it's a good day. It's a good day to talk wine. So in particular, the reason why I've asked, I mean, there's hundreds of wines on the market. We can talk about all the reasons why people drink wine, but the reason why I've asked you in particular to come in is I've heard multiple things about Skeleton Cellar wine and its connection to keto, which is my big thing you know that i've got a huge following of people that do ketogenic lifestyle and wine is something that's hard people really like wine but the sugar content in it is astronomical right, right. so let let's just get in with exactly what is this and what makes it different and let's i mean is it keto is it not keto well Thank you very much for having me here Absolutely. today. Uh, when you get a phone call from Alita Caldwell that says, will you be part of the podcast? You don't ask, uh, let me look, look at my schedule. You say, what time do I be there? Well, so, I appreciate that. Thank you for having me. Um, my favorite thing in the world to do is talk about uh, clean crafted wine, which is Scout and Cellar wine. And yes, we do have links to keto. Um, you know, why does wine have so much sugar in it? So let's start there. Let's start with that, yeah. Um, a bottle of wine, a mass-produced bottle of wine that you find at your local grocery store um, or liquor store, it's going to have up 16 to 20 grams of sugar. That's like a, eating a donut, okay? So if I'm going to eat a donut, I'm going to eat a donut. I'm not going to drink a donut. That ain't no right? lie, girl. I mean, it's not that I have anything against donuts, okay? But, you know, we don't I don't want to use my calories that way. That's right. Because right. I'm also going to have that glass of wine tonight. So I can't have the donut and the wine, too, if I'm drinking wine with 16 grams of sugar in it. So... Scout and Cellar um, is a dry wine. So what that means is that all of our wines are dry. And what that means is that we ferment until the sugar is gone. So fermentation is when yeast eats sugar, mm -hmm. excuse me. Um, so we let it eat that sugar until the sugar is gone, basically. Okay. So most of our wines have less than 0.3 grams of sugar in them. Some of them even less than that. Um, so you can have, we don't make medical claims. We don't, you know, we can't do that. It's, you know, there's I a liability, yep. you know, with that, but I have plenty of customers that are, uh, in, you know, they, they're keto. Is that what you, they're in, yep. they, they, they're they in keep ketosis. their self in ketosis and yes. they have a way to they test, finger prick. Yep, yep. And they have, uh, drank two and three glasses of this wine at night and were able to test with their, their macros were under control and they were I able to tell you the biggest thing think, for me is it doesn't give me a headache right out the gate. Right. For somebody that drink, I, I mean, under 20 grams of carbohydrates a day yeah. is what I usually have. So if I yeah. drink something that has 16 carbohydrates in the first, yeah. with it, I mean, I have a headache right away. Right, absolutely. So that's another thing. Um, one of the misconceptions about wine is that the grapes, the something about the wine. Ooh, do y'all like that sound? Oh, I love that that's sound, girl. Sound. Yeah. Um, is that it the grapes what? That the grapes give them a headache or something in wine gives them a headache. And it's actually a myth. There, you, you don't get headaches from grapes. It's <laughs> not from you're allergic to grapes, right? Which okay, you could be, right? But you're probably not. Um, 
what gives you, which gives most wine drinkers the headaches is all the additives that they put into the wine. Okay. So there are up to 250 additives in most mass produced bottles of wine. So we're talking about things like um, added sulfites. Uh, let's talk about sulfites real soon for just a second. Sulfites sure. are in everything. They're literally in everything. It is a preservative. Um, there is, there are sulfites in Scout and Cellar wine, oh. but we're talking about minimal, minimal, uh, the minimal, the least amount that we can put in there without it turning to vinegar. Cause that's okay. what you're trying to do is keep the wine from turning into vinegar. Um, so there are a, a few sulfites, but there are sulfites in French fries. There are sulfites in pretty much every product that you consume. So when people say sulfites give me headaches, they're, they're probably not giving them a headache. It's probably something else. So <laughs> it's probably one of the other 250 additives that are in there. <laughs> and is um, that, that's an American thing, right? You can add more to American wine than you can to Correct. Ryan from other parts of the world. Yes, we're under the European standards, okay. which I think is, uh, it's less than 200 parts per million or something like that. Okay. Um, but most of the time it's even less than that. Okay. So we don't even hold ourselves to the to the European standard. Um, so the there's coloring agents in wine. Um, there are things that the FDA would not approve for our food, which don't get me started there because I don't even use the FDA as my guideline of what I consume. Right. Um, but the it, wine is not uh, regulated by the FDA. It's uh, regulated by the ATF. So they do not really have our nutritional benefits, uh, you know, in mind whenever they're making their regulations. Right. Uh, they're really here to just collect our tax dollars. Oh, absolutely. They're just so, here to government us correct. for sure. Correct. So usually you can go into a grocery store if you're going to buy you know a you know a box of cereal or some cheese or anything you can flip that box over and you can uh, read the list of uh, ingredients on the back of it you know what you're eating you can make your choices from there right wine does not do that <laughs> nowhere on this bottle are you going to see that and that is because it is not regulated by the fda which is what tells us that we have to put nutritional labels on our foods so winemakers can put whatever they want to into a bottle of wine and they will like i said mega mega purple is a really thick almost black liquid that oh, because when, you want your teeth to be red yeah oh no i don't no or and in purple. fact most people will report that whenever they drink um scout and cellar wine red wine really deep cabs that their teeth don't turn purple mm -hmm. and it's because it doesn't have anything it doesn't have any coloring agents in it now i will say this i'm not going to make those kinds of claims for everybody if you you know it just depends on the kind of teeth that you have oh. you know some people have right porous teeth so somebody will so send us a message yeah. that tells us <laughs> but yeah. for the most part it's definitely not as thick as um and so what are we drinking today well today we are going to sip on some pinot noir i thought well it's 11 a.m let's not get crazy here well i told her i'm a red girl can i have red before noon <laughs> she said yes the answer can. is always yes we're gonna pass one over to clay too because he said i want to drink with y'all here babe. Yeah. Pass through the equipment. so this is a pinot noir out of uh sorry i'm so bad at this microphone that's thing. okay um out of willamette valley oh, um the label is middle jane okay so this is oh, box so that's it I mean, not talk while I'm not in the mic. Um, so the Middle Jane, it's that's actually an in-house Scout and Cellar brand, correct? It is. It is. So Scout and Cellar. So let me describe what Scout and Cellar does. So Scout, the part of the name Scout, is the the Psalm that owns the company. She goes and scouts all over the world for wine that meets the specifications of clean crafted, which means that we can test it. We test it during harvest, and then we test it after or right before it's being bottled to make sure that it doesn't have any of those um, additives in it. All this wine has in it is grapes and fermented grapes. That is it. There's mm -hmm. nothing else in this wine. 
Mm. A splash of so good. A splash of sulfite to keep it from turning into mm -hmm. vinegar. Um, so they scout they scout companies they so they have a labeling process basically the little like once once you get a scout and seller label it's not necessarily that the company keeps it forever it's like you said by batch of wine mm -hmm. yep. yep so they go out and they scout um at different vineyards from around the world and they bring in the wine um they also have their own label like this middle jane here mm -hmm. is the the scout and seller because we do have our own winery um and um yeah i mean it's just because we buy wine from a, um, a a vineyard in Oregon last year does not mean that we're going to buy that wine again next year because if their specifications aren't up to clean crafted, then we don't buy it. So um, they're small batch wines. That's one of the things that I liked that was intriguing to me about Scout and Cellar. So they have the their in-house brand that they typically have the same things available. You can get your thing. But then there's a huge rotation of seasonal wines and wines from different places that you, it is good. Yeah. It's actually really good. Um, yes. Yeah, so yeah, our wines are seasonal as they should be. I mean, you should not be buying the same wine and it be tasting the same way year after year after year. Before I started drinking Scout and Cellar, I always say, I'm not a wine connoisseur. I'm just a wine lover, okay? So I am not here on your podcast to, today to tell you that I know all the tasting notes and, and everything about Absolutely this wine, not. but I can tell you that it tastes good and I can tell you it's good for your body. Um, and that's really where I come from. So that's why I love to talk about this so much because it's not really all about the wine. It's about voting with your consumer dollars to make this world a better place. And as long as we keep buying junk, then they're gonna keep producing junk. Right, and they're it's unregulated. They're allowed to do whatever they want and put whatever's in there without you. I mean, and as somebody that's becoming more and more health conscious about what the heck am I putting in my body? Exactly. This, yeah. is, this is a really good option of low, I mean, lower calorie, lower sugar. Option. If you have low sugar, you have low calorie. Absolutely. We, we do not sell ourselves as a fitness wine or a healthy wine because Come what on. we want to be is the best, you know, like we right. want to show you what is the best way to drink wine and to taste wine and not taste the things that the winemaker wanted you to taste using additives. We want to, we want you to taste what the winemaker wanted you to taste from the grapes. From the, what the grape from actually what the grapes taste produce. Like. So that's why whenever, like I said, I keep cutting myself off. Before I found out about Scout and Cellar, I was drinking, I'm not even going to say the name of it, but it was a label that I thought was the healthiest. Mm -hmm. It was my healthiest choice. And I guess it was my healthiest choice. The healthy. Um, and I bought it for years, you guys. And uh, it tastes the same year after year. And that's what I liked about it. Um, it was consistent. But when I educated myself on why that was, it grossed me out. Because the reason why, if you have a middle shelf or even a top shelf wine that you love and you go back to year after year, um, if it tastes the same, it is being chemically altered. It cannot taste the same. It is not the it's same. It's impossible because, because it, the grapes are not going to be the same season after season. The vineyard is going to change. It's going to have a rainy season or a dry season. Um, it's going to have fires that put ash into the sky that then land Whatever into the vineyards. Grew, it's grew in this, the, yes. the season before affects the grapes the next that, season. If they didn't put the same grape in the, in the ground. So sure. if it is tasting the same, it is absolutely going to. So that's a number one signal right there that you are drinking wine that is bad for you. And if you are like me and you spend 90% of your time worrying about what you're consuming, right? To make sure that it meets whatever your goals are, whether they're health goals or whether they're, you know, just health, you know, health goals or fitness goals or whatever it is. You don't want to sit down on your couch at night 
and reward yourself with your glass of wine and basically reverse your whole day's work. Right. No, that is a no. <laughs> I a do no. not want to do that. Yeah. And so the option is either to me, I'm going to give up wine or that's what interested me so much in Scout and Cellar and, and why I really wanted to have you on because that it is not, you cannot buy it anywhere. You do have to go through a distributor, correct? Yes, you do. Correct. Okay. That's so, how we're able to keep the cost down. So this bottle of wine, this is actually, I would consider this, you know, sort of a middle shelf Scout and Cellar mm -hmm. wine. This wine, I think it's about $42 a bottle. Um, it's a Pinot Noir. We have Pinot Noirs that are $20 a bottle. So, you know, I brought this one special for us. But, you know, if I were at home on a Tuesday night having a glass of wine, this is not the wine I would I would drink. I would drink my $20 right, know, absolutely. Pinot Noir. So that's how we keep the cost down. Is, okay. So it's we're not paying for the multiple layers of distribution of, for alcohol. So it's basically a winery. And then you just tell me what you want or a scout and seller consultant and it gets shipped directly to you and that's it. And that's it. So we go through you we, and, and there's, there's, it's all digital. I mean, you sign up, you get on, and then it just magically ships to your house. I mean, you do have to have a 21 signature, um, mm -hmm. but, but that's it. Um, and they can cut down the cost. You do group buy sometimes, or do they have to buy the, do they have to buy them by sixes? What does it look like no, when you you're can, buying them? You can buy one bottle of wine. Okay. Um, it's not the most cost That's efficient okay. way to do it, but um, just like anywhere else at the grocery store, at the liquor store, you know, you get volume discounts. Right. So if you buy six bottles, you're going to get a 5% discount. If you buy 12 bottles, you're going to get a 10% discount that way. Um, you can go in with a friend. That's what I recommend people do, especially when you want to try it for the first time. You're not wanting to go ahead and do a six bottle order or a four bottle order. I say, find a friend, get it shipped to your house y'all split the order that's that's the best way to try the wine and you also are you currently doing any i mean if i mean god forbid if somebody asks you to come and do a a, a thing at their house in a mm -hmm. small group of women because that's how people are gathering right now is right. in small groups of women you know we've got to have something to do are you still doing um house visits like that we are just like you were mentioning i think before we went live here um you know you were getting creative okay um as we're recording this you know we're in the middle of a pandemic, pandemic. <laughs> and right. um, what the way that we talk about our wine and share our wine, of course, that's what wine is about is coming together, right? Right. Uh, doing um, it together, doing right. it together. So in the wine business, when you're not allowed to come together, that puts a little bit of a, <laughs> that makes things hard, makes things a little harder. Mm -hmm. Um, so thankfully we have things like zooms and, um, you know, Facebook lives, and we're not able to do, um, as many tastings, okay. but like I said, this is more, it's, it's, the wine is wonderful. I would have no about, reservations about ordering this blind. Yeah, I mean, I right. wouldn't. I mean, it's really about educating people. And that's what I love about this platform that you have and my platforms that I have. It's my favorite thing to do to talk and educate people, not just about wine, but again, like voting with your consumer dollars, with your foods, with your wines, with everything. You know, if you want to invest in something and you're already going to be buying it, well, put your dollars where it makes a difference. Small and tight. Yes. <laughs> Small and tight. Yeah. So I think we're going to do this again. I think I'm going to let you bring some seasonal wines and we'll do some other things because that'll we, be fun. Can we do it like quarterly? Or we something? can, whatever works for you. And because, I mean, I like the thought of being able to get information out there on a platform, especially since we have a large keto following. Yeah. So we will connect all of those things on our podcast. And I am, gr I'm grateful for you coming on. And, mm -hmm. and I think this is fine. I think it's a lot of knowledge for us. Um, and that, and that's a lot of what I'm out, like you said, the consumer dollar and where I'm putting, and really the health, the more clay and I talk about the things that are in wine, I'm like, yeah, eh. it's scary. <laughs> it, it is scary. And okay. so I just like that. I like the scout and seller, um, 
the, their platform that they have and, and it's the, a movement yeah it, and, and that's a good way to say it and it's not just helping us as consumers but we're helping the farmers that are growing the ones that didn't have a voice that didn't have a platform themselves because they're small right they're so su- they're super small they don't put added preservatives in their wines so they're not shipping them all over the world you have to go to their winery to get the wine small business so now we've opened up their world so now they're able to um, buy more land and expand and then we can get more wine from them and it's because we gave them a voice absolutely i love that so thank you very much for coming on and we will do this again so remember to live happier drink wine because adulting is hard cheers cheers